Welcome back to Swishing Edition with Caleb. This is the fourth episode. If you missed one to three, go back and check it out. Before we go into anything, I got some amazing news. We are now on the three main podcast platforms, Apple, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So you don't need to be searching Anchor anymore. You can go right there in the app, whatever you have. Before I go in, I'll tell you why I am filming on a Sunday. Because I do not think I'll be able to have a podcast on Tuesday, just this week, because I got a busy schedule. So I'll try to make this one a little bit shorter than usual. But the topic for today is my all-stars that I chose in the first episode, I believe, compared to the ones that came out. We'll start off with the West. I In the West, I got two wrong, and I mentioned the ones that were in that for real in my episode, the first episode. When I talked about a spur, one spur player was going to be in the All-Star game, and I personally chose DeRozan, and you could see why if you go back to episode one. But I'm really not surprised how they chose the Marcus Aldridge because he was their first. And I'm going to go check it up right now and see who has the better stats. But obviously, we know that stats aren't everything. Let's see. DeMar DeRozan, regular season, 21 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal. 21 points for the Marcus Aldridge. Now, 21 points. Let's see. Eight rebounds, assists, 2.6, blocks, one. They're pretty much – I de- the assists and rebounds ratio kind of match. Like one has more assists and one has more rebounds. They're almost identical stats. So this could have gone 50-50. The league chose Lamarck Saldridge. I t- chose DeRozan, whatever. Now for the, my, num- my last decision for the West – I personally chose Donovan Mitchell because of winning, and I obviously know that she probably wouldn't have made it, and I'm really not surprised that Cat made it over him. I mean, Cat is having a monster season, especially even after the Jimmy Butler drama. Like when Jimmy Butler was still on the team in the beginning, he was averaging like the same amount of points and rebounds and blocks as like Javale McGee was for the Lakers in the beginning of the season, but he became better and better and. I'm get. I mean, shout out to all the Timberwolves for getting through that. Even though, I mean, there were <clears throat> they're still 11 seed. I'm pretty sure. But D Rose, uh, Robert Covington has been playing pretty well for them. So you know, just pro and the new the new head coach who is supposed to be interim, but I'm pretty sure is head coach for us this season. I think it's Ryan Saunders because. His father is also in basketball, so I don't want to get the name wrong. Yeah, Ryan Saunders. Congratulations to him for becoming the, I guess, head coach for for the rest of the season and maybe beyond. So now let's get into the East. You know, I had a lock for the – no, he wasn't a lock, but I thought that it was going to be for sure. Like not a hundred – like eighty. A 90% chance of him making it. But because I thought of his, his, his team's success would have helped him. But Jimmy Butler, he did not make it. And I'm so because my brother told me that, you know, Gian- Giannis is carrying this team. 
But obviously he's playing at an MVP. I also have my MVP lighter in the first episode if you want to go back and check that out. He's playing at MVP level, but it's his it's his surrounding that is helping him. Like they're trying as you could if you watch any Milwaukee Bucks games, they're trying to play uh as they like to call it, Maury Ball, Daryl Maury, the GM of the Rockets, him and D'Antoni and James Harden created this shoot 63s a game. So the Buc- that's what the Bucks have been doing, and their strategy is, you know, Giannis, what LeBron should have been doing last year at the Cavs. Giannis drive, kick out to Brook Lopez, who's been amazing. You know, he could... He could be in a three-point contest. Maybe even an episode this week. I'll talk about the who's who made it to the to the three-point contest, dunk contest, all that stuff. Brook Lopez could possibly be in it. And this all-star, who's also been helping, I'm going to check his stats up right now. Chris Middleton. He was he was balling last year. The Bucks they weren't winning. I mean, last year, as I check the stats right now, he had a better season. But I guess the fact that he's contributing to winning, and th- that I mean, that's why I chose Donovan Mitchell. So if they, if the NBA chooses Chris Middleton for the All Star based on winning, I mean, you can't get mad at me for choosing Donovan Mitchell. Let's see his stats right now: seventeen point four points, five point eight rebounds, four point two assists, one one point one steals. Like that's the type of. Obviously, that's like Kyle Lowry. I'm gonna. That's like a Kyle Lowry stat line, or like. That's like wall floating. That's like a Kyle Lowry stat line. You know the he he's a major factor in winning without putting up the trend. Oh my goodness! So, Kyle Kyle Lowry. I this is a good time to dive into it. Fourteen points. I mean, I I was a man who thought I'm not a man. I'm a child. I was a kid. Who was like stats mean everything? But last year, I, when I started really diving into the NBA, trying to watch as many games as possible, I'm like, when Kawhi was out, they beat. Yes, it was with Kavon Looney. They beat, and I, I have talked about Kavon Looney in the past. Kawhi, they beat them by twenty without Kawhi Leonard because this man Kyle Lowry and and Pascal Siakam, but Kyle Lowry mainly. 14 points, but it's the 1.4 steals and the 9 assists that I'm pretty sure is definitely in the top 5, maybe top 3. So, Chris Middleton is like a, 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 Kyle, Lowry, like a Kyle Lowry stat line. Kyle Lowry should be averaging 20, 20 and 5 and 5, but since like last year or two years ago, he's, he's been letting DeMar or Kawhi do their thing, and they've been winning in the regular season. Hopefully they can make around the playoffs this year. So that's my take on the Chris Middleton and Jimmy Butler. Oh my goodness, I am so happy! My baller, the Brooklyn Nets, D'Angelo Russell made it. And in the in my first episode, I clearly said I am not putting Oladipo in this because he's not going to play anyway. So instead of Oladipo, I had D'Angelo Russell. Oh my goodness. They go hard. Like every time I bring up the Nets in this podcast ever again, it's they go hard. And also, I won't, I forgot to talk about someone who could be in the three point contest for the Nets when I was mentioning the Nets as one of my topics. Joe Harris. 
No, he's been balling. Last year, got dunked on all over by LeBron. And now, boom. And as I see right now, Joe Harris is, is in the three-point contest. Let me check his three-point percentages right now. 45% from three. And, wow, okay. I'm just going to say now that Clay Thompson is not participating in the three-point contest, but whatever. Joe Harris, he, I can say about all these Nets players, falling, B-A-L-L-I-N-G, falling. D'Anto Russell and hopefully Spencer Dinwiddie could get back as soon as possible. And I forgot to say my nickname for Jared Allen. The Nets announcer gave it to him. The Fro Show, stuffing and dunking. Last year, dunked all over Laurie Martin. This year, blocking the King, blocking James Harden. Props to the Nets and props to D'Lo for making it. He's finally living up to the height. Ice in his veins. New King of the Fourth Quarter. I'll see you when I see you. Fourth episode of Swishing Edition with Caleb. Toodaloo.